Okay, um, we're first talking about Chelsea Hart and Lance Tosi on TikTok. I, they're, I guess, influencers on TikTok. I'm so bad at keeping up with who actual influencers are on TikTok because it feels like such a younger generation. But that drama was in every single account that I follow was responding to it. So I actually realized I followed Chelsea. No, oh, you did. And yeah, why do I follow this person? <laughs> Uh, I did not know I followed them, and so that was confusing. So I will you may say, start from the all beginning. I know of them is they're kind of like woke call out accounts. Yes. So like which I kind of paid attention to a few, and like once you click on one and you listen to more than thirty seconds of it, you are now in that funnel. So yeah, the for free some you reason, page is all over. I watched a video. What was it of? Something that I'm not interested. I don't know why I watched it. Oh, this lady that makes those tumblers. She's always on oh, live. Jesus. She's making the, the cricket tumblers. <laughs> She's like painting them live. I don't know why. I watched like a 10 second video about it now and I see her every day. Like painting tumbler. Her name is Miss Duchy. You um, don't want a completely gold emblazoned <laughs> tumbler for every day of the week? Somehow, My god. I mean, I mean, I mean that overall, market has to be saturated. Like TikTok thinks I'm a black Jewish woman that lives in Europe or something. TikTok, I don't know what funnel I'm in, but I get like a lot of just content that's not me, but adjacent, I guess. So I accept it. All that my husband gets are ads for prep and stuff. And because YouTube and like Instagram think he's a drag queen, like they think he's a gay man. It's great. So (laughs) he gets all the ads for prep on YouTube. We'll be watching something and it's just like prep ad, prep ad, prep ad. Men, uh, men's tiktok is totally different from women's tiktok because one time i looked at jake's and it was like car stuff war stuff video game <laughs> stuff and women dancing and I was, oh, this is what they feed men i'm like, okay <laughs> that's the life i get the, some of the weirdest did you see those um young like those male thirst traps i mean female as in men doing it these guys who dance and like wink Oh, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm no, not thank interested, you. But then, no, like, thank the, you. There is there is equal rights. So there is like a female, there is a male equivalent. But it, I can only dancing. imagine the cringe. It just is like, that's straight cringe. This right, is not so, how you appeal to straight women, men. <laughs> all right. So tell me about the whole saga, because from what I understand, I watched you a the whole videos saga. on it, and then it just kept going and going. But basically, from what I understand, it's like oh. a love quadrangle. Mama, I don't even know how many sides this this shape has to it at this point because there's just too many people. It got it got too too big, spidered out. So, so Chelsea and Lance, six months they're communicating. They're prepping for a romantic relationship. Is kind this of how she worded it. Is this what the kids call um, the talking? They, they worded it. Yes, I'm just gonna keep saying Chelsea because I'm going okay. to mix up pronouns right now, and that's uh, not good. Okay. Chelsea said in a video that Lance and them had been connecting for about six months, saying they want a romantic relationship, saying that, I guess at one point Lance said, are you into polyamory? And Chelsea responded with a very finite, no, I am not interested in that. I want to make sure that we are exclusive. I want to make sure that we are the only people, you know, in this situation. So at that point, he was also communicating with this creator banana marie and i guess uh, they overlapped so chelsea and banana marie look identical they are both I saw that 
white women with short brown hair with blue eyes who have the same vibe and look and everything. It's yeah, they look so, very. I mean, ooh. they could be related. They have the same like bo- almost same bone structure too. Like, yes, very creepy. unnerving, very unnerving. So, um, Chelsea, I guess, flew out during Valentine's Day to see Lance. Where they slept together without protection. They had they went shopping for lingerie. They kept expressing this over and over. I even posted a picture in the lingerie to I which Lance's response was, I think, something like, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not the response you want from a woman. I saw the text. It basically looked like Chelsea was daring Lance, like, this is like very sexy. You won't be able to handle it. You won't be able to handle it. And yes. then- he was just kind of like, okay, show me. And, and then Chelsea said <laughs> it and he was like, wonderful. I'm like, yes. oh God, that's not what the response you want from like a sex. Is. That man is so dead eyed and devoid of emotion and the jilted way in which he speaks. So, okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Whatever. Chelsea comes back. They find out there are other people involved. Post the video. The first video is accusing Lance of, uninformed consent bringing up the past trauma of an abortion that was previous to lance but they tied it into lance purposely to weaponize that Jeez, okay (laughs) white women's tears and (laughs) on the heels of that video that, that chelsea posted uh banana marie posted a video basically confirming everything same experience with lance then Lance posts a video, this dead-eyed, short apology video saying, I'm so sorry that our friendship came to this, Chelsea. To which she responds with, I could possibly have an STD. I could possibly be carrying your baby. And I, it aches deep in my womb lands. <laughs> oh, yeah, the womb lands. I found Ma'am. out later, though, did you hear later, it's deep in my womb lands. Oh, I'm gonna go with Wombland still. I know, know. Wombland <laughs> is much better. I, I saw the. I mean, it just goes with her co-opting native things. Yes, these videos, those videos, I saw at least the first few were theatrical. I have to say, I mean, over the ringlet music. Yeah, it you was know, just Chelsea had a ring light going with the same song. Everyone kept using that same moon song to score this apology and all this drama it's i can never listen to that song again (laughs) and then okay so then the apology is issued then we go on to having witch witchy witch tv a native woman who supported lance account chelsea sends the followers to her account to say do not attack this person blah 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 well chelsea You're basically getting that person banned permanently multiple times and just ruining their life or just supporting Lance and not really getting involved in trying to, you know, extricate themselves from the situation. And then uh, the last person who came out, her name was Juliet Marie, said she'd been romantically involved with Lance as well, but her experience was much better. Basically the, well, he's always been nice to me version of a, you know, thing. I didn't have that experience with him, so blah, 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 blah. I would have just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> Not let anyone I was, in, one, involved in this situation, two, involved with him. Right? Like, if you had a positive situation with him, then just leave it. Just just walk away. 
just don't just you're yeah, not going to have is not necessary. It's just like, well, they never did anything bad to me. It's like, well, congratulations. You you remained unscathed <laughs> from this person mm. while other people, you know. <laughs> Sometimes shitty people are nice to some people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, the final person that was involved is this Aunt Karen account. I do not know much about Aunt Karen. She is a woman of color, obviously, so people want to shit all over her. She came in and was close with Chelsea, and Chelsea manipulated her, apparently, into getting involved in this whole thing. I believe there's a lawsuit between Aunt Karen and Lance Tosi. I'm not completely unsure on, on that, on the details of that I need to do for the research. But Chelsea has been absent from TikTok, just posting videos, like old draft videos. And Lance issued an apology, said he was going to quit TikTok, and then 58 minutes later deleted that and is still apparently active. So... There you go. These are grown adults, <laughs> like over the age of, well, over the age of 30. I just. Of them. How old yes. is I got to Google that real fast. I, I don't I feel know. like he's older. Hold on. Too old know. for this nonsense. Also, people were posting that he's married and well, yeah, that he saw. owns a home with his wife. And I never got any like actual evidence on that besides their deed of their house but i can't find that person i saw a video i saw her too she's got like an eastern european or like polish and what is name. her take on all of this maybe she's separated well i heard the rumor is is that apparently well i don't know this could be like obviously bad actors in his situation but i didn't pay i didn't know anything about any of these people until this all went yes. down yes so, but I guess previously Lance had like a GoFundMe or asked for donations to relocate because he was being threatened by white supremacists. But other yes. people were saying he actually needed to re relocate because he was getting splitting up from his wife. And oh, terrific. Why, yeah. I mean, it could be a coincidence, but it's also not looking good. I mean, this whole situation is one, I feel a personal situation. I don't know what society Incredibly has. personal. I feel like this is basically a love triangle that was made public because Chelsea saw that he was with another woman the same time that they... Within 24 hours, left. he had posted a, a, a video with another woman where he was dating, clearly I mean, dating her. Hypothetically, if you're with someone and they propose polyamory and then you were like, no, how much what would do you, you think trust that happen? person? How much would you trust that? And you don't live in the same place as them. And the second thing is all the other people jumping in to respond, whether it's Banana Marie or that other girl or Aunt Karen or all those commentators getting involved made it worse because... They made it, it was almost a this is a problem with society and it's no this is actually a personal problem between two people who are like narcissistic Consenting egotistical you know they think that this tiktok is the whole world and it is i guess to them but i don't know it's just such a messy situation and i feel i feel like they're all not great people and they all behave badly in this situation but people absolutely are i feel like we live in this world now where people are it's people are desperate it's black and white like people want to take sides like i'm team this person or i'm team whatever you know since it has nothing to do with you, you could just kind of sit back watch and see how it all plays out and then kind of decide <laughs> who did it's, what it's in amazing i also feel like this occurred in a vacuum because of the pandemic people mm -hmm. became so insulated so they're home on tiktok they're creating this whole reality for themselves and then you start to meet people off of it when the pandemic's you know is over allegedly and so they started meeting each other and this person with Lance, you know, he used, he leveraged his fame and his followers to get laid. It's not the first person to do this. He's not the last person to do this. And if the homeboy would have just been honest. Yeah. 
then it would have been a thing. But it, it definitely was like blown out of proportion. I can't even tell you how many guys lied to me about sleeping with someone else when I was of dating course. them. I it, it it's it's a nature of dating lots of people. It's a nature of being in your twenties. It happens. It sucks. As, but you know, he lied to Chelsea about informed consent. They chose not to use protection based on that lie, and that sucks. But there are solutions to that. Yeah. There is plan B. There is STD testing. There are options to that. And it, it's terrible. And he should be called out and held accountable. Maybe not on TikTok and maybe not with everyone else's input. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Yeah, this whole thing. I mean, if like what you said, that maybe I know there was, he said something about a lawyer involved and like Aunt Karen's like that's other people getting involved. You're getting involved in these other people's personal business. And now you're involved in a possible lawsuit. Or even if you're not in the lawsuit, the idea of being threatened with a lawsuit, you know, and you know, he's in Colorado, supposedly. And I don't who knows where Aunt Karen is. All these people are in like different states. So what is the jurisdictions oh. for like, <laughs> you know, and like there's. I love how, you know, everyone and you're married to a lawyer and you've, you know, I'm sure you've. Everyone's a lawyer a of, on the Internet. Yeah, but everyone's a lawyer on the Internet. And everyone's <laughs> talking about defamation and libel. And so that, that's actually laws and definitions. Just because yeah. someone said something you didn't like doesn't mean it's defamation and libel. Like <laughs> my husband that what's the he'll say, you know, one's written, one's spoken and none of these cases ever make it through the court. <laughs> Yeah, there's so. such a burn of proof. I mean, you have to, there's a lot of things, but people just like everyone's, you know, watch a few dateline's and a bunch of law and order. Oh. And like that's defamation, that's libel. You're getting people the death penalty want, electric yes. chair. They're so <laughs> litigious. They're so they're so quick to be litigious with no facts, and it's it's great. It's hilarious to me. But you I mean. said something I didn't like, so that means you're <laughs> gaslighting me, and you're going to the, you're going to the gas chamber. Gaslight, girl boss, and gatekeep. I yeah. mean, those are the three G's we live by. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what you said before is like really true is that the pandemic put us in this kind of like this vacuum and what we put online became even more important than ever it represented ourselves it represented what we did because we literally couldn't go outside and meet each other so i see how it could have escalated but these people are just this story and all the players are just such a damn mess that there's such a damn mess and there's all the layers of wokeness and call out accounts and social media and i mean obviously people investigating getting other people involved and then oh but then people call she needs mental help and then oh you can't diagnose someone over the internet or yeah. you shouldn't say that you and you know She's clearly hurting. She's clearly struggling. She's saying it over and over. Chelsea has constantly just, you know, said this, this, and this, and this. Then you need to take some time and you need to get some help. Yeah. And that is all there is to to it. Yeah. I saw they posted, there was a posted a few things and just saying that like everyone on the internet wanted them dead. I can't even tell you how many times someone wants some, everyone wants one person dead on the internet. What, What does it Twitter? It's every week on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, damn, imagine being like a, I mean, I mean, and she, they're inside the vacuum of TikTok. So, I mean, there's people that don't even know about them. That don't Gamergate. Even know they exist. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. Oh yeah. I'm like, th- this is not the whole world. This is TikTok. This is yeah. a whole sub. Twitter doesn't know about you yet. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine if Twitter got a hold Twitter of will destroy you. Twitter would ruin them. I feel like Twitter is the, the one where you have to have the thickest skin. You definitely because Twitter will rip you to shreds. Twitter will find your house. Twitter will find your credit score. Twitter will. <laughs> the stands on Twitter are the scariest. I mean, any yes. post that has, what do I have? It'll be an innocuous post about, 
you know, but I'll mention someone famous. It'll say, you know, let me find something like Haley Bieber, uh, <laughs> you know, looks great at event. And then underneath to be like, Selena ended her. Ariana kills her. Katy uh, <laughs> Perry's going to run her over with a truck. Celine Why is Dion? everything immediately to death in the escalation? I understand. Like, there's a whole Selena and Haley Bieber because the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> But they're just like any kind of like pop star, just throw it in. They're like Charlie XCX, like <laughs> blow your head off. Like, Dragged <laughs> you to your grave, buried you with your hands. Like they just come with the most violent thing. I think it just became more obviously worse during the pandemic that people just need an outlet. And they just like you can't even talk shit at work or like talk shit like no. with your friends. So you just like talk shit at every opportunity you can. It's me talking shit to my eight year old. I know you'd be like, come on, we gotta get something going here. I gotta talk about someone. Please come here and just gossip with me. <laughs> Tell me the latest on Minecraft. You're like what's going on, Dora? Who's the bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your story? Okay, so I'm going to update you on the Caroline Calloway saga, <laughs> and then I'll tell you about this TikTok person. Okay. So, Caroline. Oh, C, Caroline. Oh, you know, sweet Caroline. The <laughs> your face Instagram influencer. She claims that she was the first person to be using long-form captions on Instagram. Similar How to is that something you can claim? She just How? claims that she's the first person to use it and become popular because of it. I don't think she's being popular with it because no one knows her for that. <laughs> And she basically applied. She was desperate to go. She went to NYU, but she deemed NYU not part of her fantasy. So she spent three years of tuition or trying to get into Cambridge. She right, right, got, right. basically kept applying. And they only let her in when she became like 24 or something because she was like a mature student or 21. They didn't let her in. So basically, I mean, I took a long time to get my bachelor's degree. So no shade. I took five and a half years. But, Who cares how long it takes you? Yeah, but you, you know, but, desperate to go to a school that bad is. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild to go to school for eight years. Although I don't think she was maybe going full time. Anyway, get she, in the real world. No one cares where you graduated from, homegirl. No, I mean she's just turned thirty year old, but girlfriend still is like she is obsessed to where she went to college, where people went to college. She's still part of that college culture. So yeah. basically she got a book deal. She scammed her way into a meeting with Bird Lavelle, who's like a big book agent, who's a Tucker Max's book agent, which is Kat Marnell's book agent. And she got like 120K of book advance for a memoir of her life. She was like barely 22, I think, 23, about you know going to balls in Cambridge and all that kind of stuff. And then a basically- memoir. A memoir of your summer? <laughs> yeah, basically. And then she spent all that money on drugs and partying, going to Europe. And then she wow. really wasn't that famous until 2019, where she decided to throw a creativity workshop. And oh, yes, the, the failed workshop. Yeah. That's what I know her from. Yeah, so that whole debacle happened. You know, she was trying to charge, you know, whatever it was, $40 to sit on the floor with, and eat a salad with her and learn about all her Instagram magic. Oh. She became big on Twitter, and that's... Been making flower crowns? Give them something. Well, that's what she promised people, flower <laughs> crowns, that she was going to give them each a flower crown. But at the end of the day, what ended up happening is that she just had one flower crown and put it on a person and then let them take a photo instead of giving them all flower crowns. <laughs> so then it got on Twitter, and then she really blew up there, and... Um, Do you know what she- I can't wait for? Her what? Netflix scammer documentary. And I, I really gonna- hope that you're a contributor. I don't think, I wish, but the thing is, I don't think there's going to be documentary. There's not much to document. Like she's... Well, I think that you're the documentary. 
And you are going to be the producer of this Netflix documentary on her. I'd love to, but she's so damn boring. Just have to make a bunch of like scammer ones with all of the TikTok and Instagram oh, people. You know what? All the people that would talk about her will be very interesting. That's the thing. Exactly. So many people to talk about her. So then she had Basically. the failed perfumes that she was making in her yeah, well, house. Yeah, she started making skincare. But before that, her whole big thing is when she really blew up is when her best former best friend wrote a like 3,000 word like essay about the yeah. Yeah, their relationship and how she co-wrote the book proposal and that, what was I going to write She here? wrote the long um, captions. Yeah, that basically she co-wrote, well, she co-wrote the book. Ca- uh, the book proposal and a bunch of the captions and the article basically painted Caroline this beautiful hapless girl that is obsessed with being a writer but never wants to write and she told a bunch of stories about Caroline falling into the trope of the beautiful girl with the not cute smart friend so Natalie was like the not cute smart friend oh god um, I know and then basically they traveled on Europe and Caroline was shitty to her and treated Natalie like a servant and a maid and then anyway so Caroline immediately has a meltdown about the article one because her friend actually is a published writer and she isn't. Boom. Yeah, and she keeps claiming that like Natalie's more. She decides to go on the white privilege Olympics and she decides to Natalie's more privileged than me. (laughs) She grew up in Connecticut and her her aunt is the is the editor of O magazine. It's like oh wow oh shit the editor of O magazine like damn I didn't not the editor of O magazine no no we're dealing with not her government name elite (laughs) over here Um, and then unfortunately literally two days after that article was published her dad died by suicide and she had a barely mentally ill father and she's obviously has mental health issues I was I saw that because the article you had sent me was like her dad was a hoarder just much like her. Yeah, so once the article came out and portrayed her as this kind of rich girl, she kind of went the offensive of, look at my dad's decrepit house. This is, but she apparently didn't grow up with her dad. So her whole thing was she wanted to be the rich girl, but then when she got that reputation, I'm not the rich girl. Yeah, once people started criticizing her about her privilege and tone deafness, then she was, no, I'm not that privileged. And then she kind of showed off her mom's house, which is the house she grew up in. And it looks like an ordinary. She's privileged. I mean, middle, regardless of middle what class she house, you know, but she tried to really she's really shitting on her parents. I'm not saying people shouldn't share, you know, obviously a lot of people would probably relate to there's some people out there. It's really, you know, people don't show off terrible looking houses or, you know, hoarder houses or, and, you know, a lot of people have mental health is health issues and can't take care of themselves. And you really see that in social media. So at one point, like. It is kind of good she showed it. So it shows, you know, other people do suffer from this. You know, some people have relatives and there are a lot of shame. But at the same time, it almost felt like a, see, I'm not that privileged, even though, like, I'm not in this situation. And then she showed off her mom's house in a similar light. But her mom's house was fine. I felt like that's so rude. Like, you're incredibly out of touch with reality. Yeah. So then after that, she was trying to get media attention. She begged to be on Red Scare, run on Red Scare released that Natalie got a million dollar deal with Ryan Murphy to develop that article and to either a TV series or short film. Oh, wow. And... Is that why she painted herself into a corner on her floor? <laughs> God, yeah. Well, <laughs> guess guess who Miss Caroline got a deal with or allegedly has a deal with? She has a deal with Lena Dunham's production company. Oh, right. Oh. And she's of claiming course. that Maude Apatow and Emma Corrin, Emma Corrin's the girl that played Diane in The Crown, will star as her Natalie. No, 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 no. I swear to God, Lena Dunham, do not make that. Someone stop Lena Dunham. Also, Maud Apatow, leave Maud alone. Leave her out of this. <laughs> I mean, Caroline is desperate. I mean, she's been hinting okay, at it forever. So tell me about the apartment now. 
Okay, so the apartment. she's out of the, the apartment. So, well, first in late 2020, she started painting her whole apartment. She painted the floors white with the wrong paint, of course, and she started painting over her walls. But this includes the microwave. She she covered everything in blue and white paint, the floors. And, of course, the floors were dirty in five days. Anyways, after Ugh. that, she disappears from the internet for a while. I don't know where she is. I don't hear anything about her for a couple months. And then a few weeks ago, she popped out with that she's leaving New York forever after 10 years in her apartment. And she's moving to Florida to take care of her 99-year-old grandma. I don't know how she's going to take care of her grandma when she can barely take care of herself. And Florida is the perfect place for her. Yeah. And so <laughs> she... Yeah, I think, she's a... I think she'd be good there i mean she can be like a beach girl and just live her i don't know that i don't know if the city is so good for people who kind of like i don't know i don't know she needs she's just going down there to inherit her grandmother's condo in cocoa beach or whatever the fuck and that's what she'll be now and good for her florida oh florida so then before she left she decided to announce that she was subletting her place to rachel rabbit white who's like a poetess and sex worker She's married to a guy named Nico Walker, who's a Iraq war vet, and he's a felon because due to PTSD from the war, he started robbing banks. And he oh, wrote, okay. Yeah, he read a memoir about it um, called Cherry, and it was like an Apple TV movie with uh, Tom Holland starred in it. Yes, yes. Okay, I haven't so watched that's, that. That's her husband, and Caroline rented it to her because it's really hard for them to rent anywhere in New York. So Caroline said she sublet it to Rachel. They had like a bunch of press about it. Rachel tweeted about it. And, um, and then she saw the disgusting apartment and was horrified. Well, I mean, Rachel took it. I mean, she has no choice. So she took it. And then there was a, her, there was a, she had a, a, a curbed article with a series of parties. And she claimed that she invited Julia Fox, Kat Marnell, Maude Apatow, Emrata, a bunch of famous New York TikTokers, Lee McSweeney from Roni to her house none of those people showed up except for the tiktokers but she matched friends with all those people uh julia fox did post on her story sorry and tag caroline so she does know julia but i don't know if they're friends i don't and, know if anyone truly knows julia fox <laughs> i've been following her since uncut gems it's wild she's had an extremely wild trajectory the last three years literally before she was with kanye she was on instagram talking shit on her ex-husband and saying that he was sleeping with his aunt rad oh like, why okay. she was calling him a deadbeat and then later she went on and said that he wasn't a deadbeat he was paying their rent but she didn't know it and i'm like what kind of story is this wild what? and then when oh. she was hanging out with kanye he was jams. Care of the kid uncut jams <laughs> so then caroline sublets it moves to florida and shortly after big article drops that she's being sued for forty thousand dollars in back rent and twenty thousand dollars in damages she hasn't Terrific. paid her $2,700 rent since September of 2020. Um, Who's shocked by that? No they one. They got a restraining order against Rachel Rabbit White and her husband, so they're not allowed to sublet the, you know, live in the property. And in the oh! court filings, they cited Rachel's tweets. Uh, it was one of the, the, you know, what do they call it? A, a, uh, addendums or whatever to the exhibits was Rachel Rabbit White's tweets, a curbed article detailing the legal sublet and all like- Can the- you imagine? So, I mean, it's it's all there in the curbed article, literally that Caroline says, I sublet it to Rachel. Rachel's like, I'm taking over this place. I mean, everything's there. The landlord has it. The crazy thing about, like, I'm not going to blame her for not paying rent. That's a corporation. She's not, I, I don't know. That 
that's beyond my purview. But the thing about her not paying rent that is kind of upsetting is the fact that she has she started OnlyFans about two years ago and she put her OnlyFans at the most expensive. I think it's like $50. And claims she made money and then didn't and pay her claims rent. that she was making, you know, she was a top 1%. She was shitting on sex workers saying she's not a sex worker because she doesn't do certain things. So she was kind of like, pick me, OnlyFans girl. Oh. Saying that she was the top percent, which they say to everyone, and being terrible and saying, I'm so rich and you guys are so jealous. And then she hasn't paid her rent for two years. So there's a lot of schadenfreude going on with people. So that's the, and then the top it all off, both Caroline and Rachel were posting on social media. Caroline wiped her Instagram a while ago, a few months before the lawsuit, but they both tweeted photos of themselves about ready for Zoom court and were kind of making fun of Zoom court, which I'm like, I, you know, the lawyers are looking at everything now, but I mean, not that like yeah, you, can you already have tweets as exhibits on your, maybe don't post more shit online for evidence. My God. So some people will never learn. Yeah. So <laughs> Thankfully for us. <laughs> yeah. So that's the Caroline update. I don't know. Caroline's an interesting case of this person who wants to be famous for writing a book that they've never written. There's multiple books. She's taken money from like publishers. She's taken money from people for another book called Scammer. She's a scammer. She is a I scam mean, artist. She's a scammer and she kind of just gets away with it because she's ripping off bougie people, I guess. She's- it's very Theranos. It's very that, you know, yeah, not as psychopathic. Yeah, yeah, so it's at love- a certain point, you're stealing from the rich. How can I be mad at that? Cause yeah, I'm the watching rich. We Crash right now. I'm watching Theranos. Me too. Okay, his teeth are so upsetting in that show. The Jared Leto. Uh, yes, in We Crashed. I watched, I'm watching The Dropout. I'm, yes, they're prosthetic. It's Ooh. so upsetting. So upsetting. His face but is very I will unnerving say, in that. Yes, it's Uncanny Valley. I will say that Anne Hathaway, excellent. She's so good. I love her. So good in it. I absolutely adore her. And I, that's why I keep watching. Jared Leto bothers me, but she's great. <laughs> and the dropout. Oh, oh, that woman. I will say Amanda Seyfried is so good in that role. I love Gringy dancing. I, I will say I'm disappointed <laughs> in the Anna Delvey. Uh, what was it called? Anna Delvey. I forgot what it was called. Whatever that show oh, I don't was. Remember. Yeah. You were, was, you, you were disappointed in it? I mean, oh, I, I liked it. It just... The overall show is just kind of cheesy, almost like more lifetime to me. I did the only episode I really, really liked was the episode in Morocco, where like everything that went was haywire. So, that was a oh. very good episode. But I, for the most part, like it was kind of boring. Oh, and the episode when they went on the yacht and she overstayed on the yacht. Yep. Can you? The audacity of these people. The audacity. I mean, they don't care. Burning bridges, just go to another rich person and burn that bridge. I'm just, oh my gosh. It's astounding to me. Oh gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> All right, now what's your TikTok story? There's a TikToker named Audrey Peters. She's kind of this girl in her early 30s in New York. And in a video, she said she doesn't go, I think it was above 14th Street because it's not nice. Uh, and, and I lived on 181st, bitch. And so basically everyone came from her, all New York TikTok came from her, especially POC, who's like, who lives above 14th above Street? Above 14th Street. And once that happened, she goes, I'm actually half Lebanese. <laughs> oh, no one said you weren't. You said what you said. Are you kidding me? She's stealing. She wants to steal POC Valor. That's all that happens. Like, once they get called out for something, all of a sudden they're half Lebanese. You know what I mean? This, which actually reminds me, and I wonder if you, I was, I think you're the only person who might relate to it. Is did you ever grow up with people? 
especially men. So we're talking about men who grew up in Southern California, especially Orange County or LA in particular, whose moms are Mexican, but their dads are white. And so they have a white last name and they never, they don't speak Spanish. They don't, they just reject their culture completely. I don't know what it is. Absolutely constantly. I know so many of them. I work with a guy and I did not know he was half Mexican for an extremely long time. He talked bad about his mom. His dad apparently is rich. I don't think his dad is as rich as he thinks he is. He was talking shit on his mom saying she's just a party girl and takes his dad's money. And then when he talked about him and his wife having a baby, he goes, oh, my mom will be the nanny because she's Mexican. <gasps> and I go, your mom is what? I thought your mom is like a party girl. And she's now the nanny because she's Mexican. What do you think? There's something wrong with you, sir. But um, well, see, I went to school with where my community was. It was so, so predominantly Mexican that it was it wasn't embarrassing to be Mexican. It was when I went into Orange County when it was it's shameful for me to be Mexican and to have a Spanish last name and for me to I really tried to like play up the white side of me mm-hmm. and in Orange County and when dating too and and on resumes people would say oh you have a Spanish last name do you speak Spanish and if I'm not bilingual then I'm a dumb white girl but so it's just you know you can't win no matter what yeah no I mean you're whatever <laughs> the person you're dealing with whatever they want to identify you that's why I have a hard time oh, with okay. identity politics is that like you know, yeah. it's you like, and I, because we are mixed, it's like I'm not Mexican enough for the Mexicans. I'm not white enough for the white people. Yeah. I'm not this enough for that people. It's just, it's like, I'm just me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. For me, that's why like people are like, I want to identify myself as like XYZ and they're like extremely strong about it. And I like that. I mean, that's good. You can take it back. That's like you. But at the same time, when you're dealing with the real world, like, Whatever that person in front of you that you're dealing with identifies you as, that's what they you are to them, no matter if you're like, I'm a this, that, and this. Exactly. And for me, I'm just like, you know, I grew up here, but I wasn't American enough to be, you know, all exactly. right, well, I love this so much. We got to do this yes, again. No bursting will. of any bladders. And hey, thank you to our one fan who wrote in and requested more episodes. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Leah. I responded to your message. She hearted it back. I told her we were going to record one real soon. This is for you, Leah. <laughs> You and only you. <laughs> you and a few other fans. I'm pretty sure um, someone from my past listens to it because they mentioned it. To <laughs> me. And I'll leave it at that until they can reach out. And then I'll find out if they're listening to this one and to none, the end. To, to none of my friends. And none of my friends listen. And nor my husband. <laughs> well, you know, you know why? I know a lot of people don't listen. If you don't listen to podcasts, you don't listen to podcasts. And that's fine. That's why I tend to put, I like to put, which I'll do for this. I like to put little clips on my Instagram. So then people can listen to three or four clips. Well, I go listen to your podcast. Oh, like, Thank you. Post those two. You give them to me, we'll post them. And then yeah, people we'll, listen to our we'll clips. And be like, you'll be like, Andrew, you're listening to my podcast. It's 50 seconds. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, Taylor, get some All rest. Right. I'll talk Thank to you later. Thank you.